Welcome to The Untrue Show, Episode 8. And welcome to Episode 8. I am so excited today to be back and bringing you guys the latest episode. So how's everything going for y'all? Here in Atlanta, we are just getting over a snowstorm. Snowpocalypse 2016, Storm Helena. So this storm... I wouldn't say it caused a lot of damage, but it was pretty icy out for about two days. And my job sent us home at 2 p.m. on Friday. So I am confident that the city of Atlanta takes every precaution necessary since we had that last snow debacle where the city was shut down and people were sitting on the freeway for hours. I'm really glad that they take every precaution to make sure that we're safe. And I listened to Georgia Department of Transportation, which we call GDOT, and stayed at home all day yesterday which was Saturday. I'm recording this on Sunday. So I stayed home all day Saturday and avoided driving just because I wanted to make sure the roads were safe. I had an accident on black ice one time and it's not fun at all. It's very scary. And I never want to have that happen to me again. So I stayed at home to avoid um, an accident. And I know a lot of people were making fun of Atlanta on social media, like ice storm, snowstorm, two to three inches of snow, but the grass is green and there were memes. But to be honest with you, just living here, trust me, you want the city to take every precaution necessary to keep us safe because it gets scary. We are Southerners. We don't drive on snow. This is not a big city where we're used to it. Like maybe Minnesota, they're used to all that snow. They know how to navigate on it. They have snow tires, snow windows. They can get around here. Not so much. We should probably stay home and just listen to our city and state officials on this one. And all those meteorologists, I saw one um, news channel had like 11 weather specialists saying, do not drive and putting the fear of panic in all of us residents and I'm one of those who had the fear instilled in them I had my groceries set on Thursday night I picked up some stuff and I think I went even on Wednesday just picked up a couple items to make sure that my fridge was stocked and I was going nowhere but outside of that I am slowly getting back into the groove of things for the new year and I was just watching the Golden Globes I saw the Atlanta one and Tracy Ellis Ross one I'm very excited about both of those and that Donald Glover shouted out um what is it what's the song the Migos song bad and bougie so to be honest I've heard the song before but I went and listened to it because I was like is this really the greatest song ever? I think maybe he was nervous, but I mean, it's a decent, if I'm out in the club and it came on, I probably want to rock a little bit, throw my hands in the air and just, just groove to it. But I don't know if I, I don't know if I would dance to it by myself in the car. You know, do you have those songs that you, like whenever they come on, you just hit a body roll in the car when you're by yourself? Because I have those songs. I definitely do that when Pretty Ricky on the hotline comes on. I'm like, yes. And I hit, hit a body roll, hit my arms grooving. And if someone pulls up next to me, they they see all of this happening. I don't know if Bad and Bougie would be like that for me, but maybe. I mean, I like Lil Uzi Vert and he's on this song and I like the You Was Right song. So maybe I could get down with this one, but I'm not sure. We'll see next time I go out if it comes on and how I react to it. If, if it gets the, what is it? Um, cash money taking over for the nine nine and two thousand treatment where everybody just starts jumping and dancing 
or if people are just like, what is this? But I, I think that everyone else will be feeling it. I just don't know how I'll react to it. We'll see. We'll see what happens next time I go out and I'll report back to you guys. But anyway, so it's a new year and I have to be honest with you guys. I have been having a hard time getting my resolutions from inside of my head onto paper. And I was having the hardest time doing this. Like, oh, I know that they're up there. I know I have all these ideas. I know I have this vision for how I want this year to go. In fact, the next couple years and really all of my life to go. But it's hard to get them from ideas into fruition. And I think everybody struggles with that sometimes. So last year, and I know I talked a bit about this on a previous podcast, I did a life plan. And my life plan just has, it's a notebook. It's a red notebook. I'm actually looking at it now. It's a red notebook and it has a little, like a little band around it to kind of keep it together. And in this notebook, there holds a paper, a couple sheets. The first sheet holds, first sheet says key relationships. So it outlines all the relationships most important to me, ranking them from most important to least important. So on my key relationship page, First relationship is God. The second relationship is self. And it goes from there, listing out who's most important in my life and to me. And the second page of this notebook is my life of counts. And it kind of lists out, what is this? Um, seven things. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven things that are accounts that I want to invest in, in in my life. Like things that are most important to me. Like for me, number one is my faith. And number two is self-care. So those two buckets are the most important to me. And it lists out my purpose around each different life account. So it'll say, okay, self-care. My purpose is to achieve optimal physical, mental, and emotional health. And then each separate next page following this kind of takes one of those things and outlines everything I'd like to do and all of my goals, even an inspiring quote related to that self-care goal. So that's kind of how my whole little life journal book looks. It sounds intense, but it's kind of fun. I mean, I made it in different colors and I took a lot of time doing it and it means a lot to me to go back to this and be able to see like, this is what I was thinking that day when I really sat down to put this together and where I've seen myself being five, 10, 15, 20 years from now and what I value most, what means the most to me. So I was looking through my previous blog post and I found this post about what I wanted to do for 2016. And it had these really broad, high level goals, which I think broad, high level goals are great, but you have to get really granular with your goals if you want to accomplish them. And some of the things that I didn't accomplish, I wasn't really granular and very specific with them. For instance, if I say I want to save money, well, give it an amount and give it a time frame. So this year I kind of said, okay, I want to save X, 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 X amount in six months. I know exactly how much that is. I can divide it over six months. I can measure out how I'm going to get there and make it possible and make it happen. Another thing that I did for my goals this year and that I really want to share with you guys, because I've never seen anyone do it. And I, I really wanted to think this through. And I found myself, like I said, at this point where I was like, dang, I have these things in my mind I've been thinking about doing. How can I get the brainstorm process flowing from my mind to the pen, to the paper. 
And what I started to do in this same life plan notebook is I turned to a fresh new sheet where I didn't have all the other things on it. And I drew a line down the middle of that sheet. On one side of the sheet, I wrote feed. And on the other side of the sheet, I wrote extinguish. And on the side that says feed, I wrote the things that I want to grow in my life. So I started with people that I care about that I really want to make sure I reconnect with. In fact, I ended up running into a friend or coworker I met through work in the parking lot this past week. And I was coming from a nutritionist. She was going to a personal trainer. And we ended up talking and just, just reconnecting. And she was like, hey, let's keep in touch. Let's get together. And I wrote her name on this list. And I was like, I really want to reconnect with her. I really want to get back in touch with her. Um, we need to get together. And now that I know where her trainer is, she had been telling me to try him out. Maybe we can do a training session together. So I wrote reconnect with her on here. Then I wrote reconnect with um, another local Atlantan that I've recently ran into just making sure that I see these people like I care about them and I want to go beyond a Facebook like and an Instagram like and a couple comments here and there. I want to make sure that I'm connected with people that I value. Then in addition to that, I have, um, you know, some things around my small group, some goals I have there that I'd like to feed. And then just my desire to learn, like, how am I going to learn more this year? And really writing out all the details about that and how I want to feed into my knowledge base. And then there's a side that says extinguish. And there's a couple habits that I'd like to extinguish and a couple um, relationships that I'd like to extinguish. I think when you take inventory over everything in your life, there's some people that we all interact with who probably don't have value or add value to our lives, but we still interact with them. And I had to think through those things like, well, does it really make sense to me to really remain tight with this person? Are we really friends? Because friends means different things to different people. Like you could tell someone, oh, I love you. We're friends. We're close. But but to that person, maybe you're not that close. And maybe they don't love you. Maybe you're not really tight friends like that. So just thinking through that that part of things like, okay, I do care about this person. I do like them in my life, but to some extent I need to spend less time with them. And have you guys heard that thing about the law of averages? Um, I think it's author Jim Rohn. Or he's a businessman an author. I'm not sure, but he says that you are the sum of the five people that you spend the most time with. So if you spend the most time with someone who's negative, someone who's bitter, someone who's hateful, someone who is cynical, which is probably all those things at once. I mean, that's who you are going to become. So when I start looking at all the relationship buckets in my life and the people that I have relationships with, you kind of start seeing, okay, I love this person, but I don't need to spend so much time with them or I really care about this person. But right now I need to be focused in these other areas and I need to focus on growing and flourishing in a, in a way that they're not doing right now. So just respecting yourself enough to say like, okay, I care about this person, but I just can't be with them all of the time. I want to be to elevate myself to the whole nother level. And you can't elevate yourself by hanging out with people who are bitter all the time. Not saying cut them off, but just put it out a little bit, diet down. So another big thing that I want to extinguish was just doubt, like 
I'm, sometimes I get so afraid to try new things and step outside of my comfort zone. And I want to keep being adventurous and doing fun things and doing stuff that's new. So I need to step away from that feeling. I need to extinguish it and let it go because it's not helping me at all. I mean, there's nothing that doubt helps me with. So I need to extinguish that. And after I made the this list of these two things, it really helped me kind of jumpstart on what I did, like what direction I wanted my goals to go in. Because if you know what areas you want to feed in your life, then you know what areas that you want to grow and improve in. And at that point, I can start making smart goals around them. Like if I really want to reconnect with people, okay, I can add that into my budget and I can add that into to my time and make sure that I'm spending time doing it, spending time reconnecting with people, spending time trying to arrange outings and schedule dinners and schedule drinks with people that I care about and people that I'd like to build a relationship with. So it gave me a lot of perspective around the direction that I did want things to go in. I think for me, sometimes when I run into a rut and I have a vision for how I want things to go, getting everything out on paper and thinking of them through this type of process, even though I've never really made it titled the list, feed and extinguish. I normally just focus on what I want to do, not leaving behind things that are not adding value to me. And I think by doing it a little bit differently this year, it'll really help me focus on what's ahead and also eliminate areas or really evaluate areas where I'm just straight up weak and where I'm lying to myself. Like I have been going to see a nutritionist and I've seen her twice so far and what she made me do was to write down everything I ate for like 10 days, seven to 10 days, and also take my temperature every morning for those same amount of days. What I learned through those days of really paying attention to what I was eating and putting it in my body a lot more closely than normal is that I couldn't hide. Like I couldn't hide from stuff. Even if I don't write it on the sheet, I sometimes would feel some of the food that I ate and how it didn't make me feel good. It would make me feel tired. So if I ate per se, like a piece, a Tootsie roll, knowing I wasn't supposed to eat a Tootsie roll and I ate three or four or five of them and I felt miserable. I had to hold myself accountable to that. Well, like you remember what you ate, even if you don't write it on the sheet, you still ate it and you're not feeling better because you ate it and you know you weren't supposed to so that was one thing that I learned and I also learned that I had this mindset that I was maybe eating 90% healthy and 10% poorly when the odds or numbers were more like 60% healthy and 40% unhealthy yeah totally off the odds that I perceived them to be or maybe the odds that someone else might perceive them to be like, oh, you eat a lot of vegetables. My coworkers always tell me that. And it's like, yeah, I do, but I eat a lot of junk too. And I like desserts, especially based off that 10-day um, scope of everything I ate. I mean, and it, granted, some of those days were over the holidays. So, I, you know, but still, holidays are not, you're still putting it in your body. It's still there and you're still eating it. And so it just made me have an honest man in the mirror moment, which I I love to call them that because you have to really look at yourself and say like, I did this and I put myself in this situation and that's what I had to do. Like I ate this stuff. I wrote it down on here and I guess what? I ate it. Like I have to confront the fact that I ate it. I did it. 
I did it to myself. No one controls what I eat every day, but me. So it was a real eye-opening experience to do. And I'm only want to get better in that area of health and nutrition. So I'm glad that I've invested in this experience to see her, but it's, it's a moments like that, that give me a lot of clarity because I have to call myself out. Yeah. I thought, like I said, I was eating 90% healthy and 10% unhealthy. And that was a lie that I was telling me. And I had to fix that because I want to tell myself the truth and be honest with myself. And sometimes it's hard. I mean, sometimes we don't want to own up to why we're not accomplishing the things we want to accomplish. And oftentimes, like in this situation, I am the only person to blame for my 60% healthy, 40% unhealthy diet. And and believing that it was 90% and 10 was, was not helping me get better. So now that I recognize the reality of it, I think I can improve on it. Now that I've recognized it, now that I've gone to an expert who is paid, who can also be honest with me and say, you need to change this. You need to fix this. And this is how I'm faced with the truth and the reality that I needed to see to improve, to extinguish the behavior of poor eating habits and to make myself better. That's all I really want to do is to be better and be more optimal. And this process helps me do it. Um, I've been taking a really cold, hard look at where my money goes. And that's another one of those things that you don't really want to look at. I don't really want to look at that. I just want to think that I can do what I want to do and everything's going to work out, but that's not how it works. So confronting the untruths or the, the unseen things that can really ruin your life. Like if I don't look at my budget or look at my money or where it's going, that can really mess things up for me financially. It can mess up my credit, it can mess up my spending, it can mess up my savings, and I gotta stay on top of it. And the same thing with the eating. If I don't get it right, and if I'm not honest with myself about it, it can really mess up a lot of things. So like I said, I really needed a reality check around some of these areas, and I think we all have to check ourselves And I'm glad that I've gone to a nutritionist who can kind of hold the mirror up to me and hold up the reality to say like, nah, you're not thinking, you're not as good as what you think you are. And this is the reality of what you're doing to yourself. And this is how you get better. Because there's always opportunity to get better. I'm telling you, you can wake up tomorrow and be like, I'm going to change this and I'm not going to do this and I'm going to grow and this is how I'm going to do it. Another big thing that I wanted to extinguish was waking up in the morning and checking social media before I do literally anything else. That's not cool. And it helps set the tone for the entire day of distractedness. Like if I'm checking my phone when I wake up in the morning, I'm checking my phone in the elevator when I could be connecting with a new person or focused on what floor I'm getting off of because I've gotten off on the wrong floor for being caught up and wrapped up in my phone. So there's a lot more to life and being connected with people than just being on your phone all the time. And I really want to get out of that habit of waking up in the morning and feeling like I have to jump on Instagram because I'm telling you, Instagram can wait and it will wait until I am settled into my day to to take a moment to check it. It doesn't have to be checked first thing when I get out of bed and it's 
definitely not going to be checked first thing when I get out of bed anymore. Going to extinguish that habit. (laughs) Another big thing I want to do is extinguish disorganization. I recently invested in some new furniture because I was really tired of having such disorganization with my clothing in my closet. Like it just doesn't all fit in my closet. And I needed a couple drawers and the furniture that I bought was a new bed with storage underneath. So now I have a place for my clothing to live. I've purchased some new hangers to make sure that my skirts are able to hang in two racks that hangs like I bought racks that hang four um skirts a piece because I had some that already were hanging two skirts on each bar it just wasn't working out for me so I have invested in more so that all my skirts can hang I can go in and look at them I mostly just wear skirts and dresses so it's nice to just go in and look at all my skirts in one place hanging all together and you know out of the way up at, up high. I'm not a short girl. I'm about five, six. So I can hang them on the top bar and be okay with just eyeing them up there and moving on about my day after I pick them out and hanging up back, hanging them up back there when I get home. So I just want to be organized. I think everything has a place and I want to give everything in my place a space to go to and to live so that I can just be less stressed about clutter. I think when everything's just everywhere, and I hold on to old mail and don't read my magazines in a timely manner. It gets very frustrating and annoying. So I'm going to stay on top of my magazine reading, give them maybe an hour each week to go through them and answer all my mail if I have to and throw everything out. Throw it all out because I also like to keep magazines. We're not doing that anymore. We're going to take pictures of what I like, catalog them on Evernote do something like that, but I'm getting rid of all this stuff because I I literally held on to so many magazines like, oh, I'm going to make that recipe. No, I threw all that out because if I want to make the recipe, I can take a picture of it, p- upload it to my Pinterest, keep moving. If I don't want to make a p- that recipe, I'm just going to hold that magazine forever. And in magazines, at, they, they, they're heavy. They take up a lot of space. So I don't want to be hoarding magazines anywhere. Um, another thing that I really wanted to feed was, let's see, a couple relationships. Like I've, I feel like I've made some internet buddies, but I haven't connected with them offline and I'd really like to bridge that connection offline. So finding the time to do that. And I'll like, in addition to reconnecting with people I already know, but being on social media, I mean, I'm sure this happens to all of us. You people you come across people and I've come across some really great people sometimes some not so great ones but for the most part they'll just want to get together or want to get to know me um some of them have projects that they like me to work on and some of them just want to you know build a rapport in case we need something from each other in the future so just having maybe 30 minute coffee chats with those people or um in some of the cases some of them are dates so having dates with some of the guys um that I've met per se or talk to on social media I'm open to it um and we'll just see what happens I think that's the best way to talk about that just be open see what happens and give them a chance if we get to that point so I do want to feed those types of relationships um and that kind of covers everything I um 
for the most part that I'd like to share with you guys. I do encourage you all to um, come up with your own feed and extinguish list. And I'm telling you, after I got rolling on this list, it really pushed me to to look back at at where my priorities live in my life accounts, which I told you are those big bucket things that are most important and most valuable to me and the key relationships and all of my key relationships have three descriptive words to define them. Um, and it just really helped me see everything eye to eye and level out on, on where I wanted to go and what I wanted to build up when I looked at this that way. Another resource that I've been using or two resources I've been using just to kind of stay on top of my plans and goals. One is the Erin Condren Life Planner. I'm on my third, I think it's my third one for this year. No, not for this year, but my third one ever. I had one, what, um, 2014, 2015 and now no, so maybe my fourth one, 2014, 15, 16, and 17. So it lasts for a year, and I just kind of write out everything that I'm doing throughout the day in that. And also the happiness planner. I just got one of those, and I'm telling you, the packaging was so cute. And I love it so far, but I've been looking at that daily, and it's helping me stay accountable on what goals I'd like to accomplish each day and my moods every day. And, you know, sometimes I think you can even write your foods in there. There's not much space to write your foods in there, but there's a good amount of space to write like your your plans, your goals, how you felt during the day and what you're most proud of during the day. That one's pretty fun as well. And what you're most excited about for the month. So I wrote, um, I had a presentation last week. So one of my things I wrote on there was nail my presentation. Um, and I put a couple work goals on there and then just high level goals around like the, the organization and the, and you know, getting rid of clutter. That's my big thing. So how I'm going to do that. I broke that down in my happiness journal and I like it. I mean, it, it's, it definitely is something that I hope to do every day and it's really pretty. So that helps me want to write in it. I think aesthetics matter <laughs> when sticking to uh, writing your goals out and planning everything. Yeah. So I hope that everyone's year is off to a great start. I kind of feel like mine's off to a slow start just because I normally really look at my goals and stuff in October and have my vision and plan all out at that time. So it, it was a change of pace to kind of really be a little bit late on, on my stuff this year. But at the same time, I think it was a good change of pace just because it gave me time to not feel so pressured. Like you don't have to start your new year's resolutions on January 1st. That doesn't work for everybody. And I also think that a resolution is often something you have to work at every day. So you can, you can start tomorrow or you can start right now and really work towards your dreams or work towards what you want to do regardless of the day of the year. So I think me delaying really, really drawing out my concrete goals and visions is okay for me. And I can, I can accept that, um, about myself and I can know like, okay, just cause I didn't do it January 1st or I didn't start right then doesn't mean that I'm not going to do this and I'm not going to stick with this. It just means that I didn't feel the pressure to conform to, um, to the new year's standard of resolutions. Resolutions are, are, are evolution or a part of evolution and to evolve you, you sometimes you have to stick at it. Like I said, every day and you have to be committed to change and, that part of resolutions we don't always talk about when it comes to setting New Year's resolutions. 
And I don't want to be that person who has the same New Year's resolution every year, but is never growing or changing in the space they want to grow. Like, do you have that person in your life who's like, I want to lose 20 pounds this year. And they say that every year, every single year. I want to lose weight. 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 Or I want to get a new job. And they just don't make progress in the areas that they proclaim they want to change. And I'd rather be someone who's moving in silence and, and, you know, setting a resolution that I can uh, obtain than a person who's making that same announcement every year about what I'm going to do and not doing it. So make up your mind. Like, what do you, what kind of person do you want to be? Do you want to be that person who's growing and changing and evolving? Or do you want to be the person who has the same resolve year after year after year and always has an announcement, but is not making progress on it? I guess it's a good time to make a choice. You want to look in the mirror or do you want to run away from the mirror? It's your choice. I mean, it it really is your choice. It really is up to you. I, I think that I'll just share this one thing before I close out the podcast, but I I have a couple people in my life and, um, there's this conversation that I've been having with some people close to me and it'll always come down to how can I be better? And that's always a question. How can I be better? How can I be greater? How can I be grander? And my answer is always take some time to get to know yourself and recognize where you're strong and where you're weak. And, you know, I think that's, I think that's a good answer to have because when you realize where you're strong and where you're weak, then you know, okay, there's some areas where I'm weak that I can improve on uh, and I can be better. And there's some areas where I'm weak and that's just part of my personality. Like for me, I'm just not going to be a person who stays up all night. Like that's a weakness. I'm not a night owl. I I mean, I guess you could look at it as a weakness, but where there's strength in that is I'm an early morning person and I'm an on time person. So I'm strong in those areas. But like I said, I'm not going to be that person who's going to hang out with you till two in the morning and be really excited about it and joyful. That's not me. So that's just a weakness. Um, and I heard this quote by author of a book I'm reading. I don't have to give him credit in the blog post about this because I can't find the book right now. I'm looking around for it. But he says, know your weaknesses because you've got to build systems in your life to protect you from you. And me knowing that I'm not a night person means that I usually go to bed at 10 p.m. Some nights I go to bed at 930 because I have to protect myself from myself and if I don't go to bed at 9 30 or 10 o'clock I'm not going to have a very pleasant morning or day because it's not my strength to stay up at night and sometimes when I tell people okay recognize your strengths and weaknesses the answer I often get is I don't have any weaknesses and so if I go back to my feed and extinguish list if I've told you a great way to grow and be better is to recognize your strengths and weaknesses and you have no weaknesses, then you are not living in the realm of reality that adds value to my life. So maybe it's a relationship I need to extinguish. So if you really look at things through that kind of lens, then you, you start really seeing who you have a place for and who you don't and who you want to be because no one in this world has no weaknesses and anyone who tells you that they have none might not be really looking at themselves 
with clear vision. They're looking at themselves through rose-colored glasses. Just something to think about, right? But anyway, I appreciate you guys for listening all the way through to my podcast. This I can't believe I'm eight episodes in, but I'm really excited, and I hope you guys have been enjoying the show so far. You can tweet me at the great Dana J and email me at the great Dana J at gmail.com. That's T H E G R E A T D A N A J at gmail.com. Talk to you guys soon.